Ooh, so simple on the simple ukulele. Welcome back to episode number 23 of the Honeycut Scenario with me, Craig. My bi-weekly, no, twice-weekly conversation with you. Just simple topics, what's on my mind, simple buckets to put words in and learn how to communicate correctly. Uh, weather is beautiful here on the Outer Banks. It started to get colder, which is good because last week was kind of mealy. It was not like wasn't into it. it. felt very unnatural for it to be so warm and sweaty in November. So uh, super stoked that it is starting to turn cold because I'm ready for the cold. Um, so a little thing that I've been uh, listening to, I just finished up uh, David Sirota's eight-part podcast called Meltdown about the financial crisis of 2008 and nine, and how it uh, led to where we are politically today. And uh, David Sirota is a really fabulous and independent journalist. Uh, it is highly worth your time to spend, you know, six or seven hours listening to this podcast because it gets into some of the nitty gritty that uh, a lot of which I knew, but there's all kinds of stuff that I did not know. And it's uh, very eye opening. And especially during these emotionally charged times in our country where it seems like everybody's at each other's throats, it sort of helps me to kind of do deep dives on like reality, right? Like what's up with reality? Um, so anyway, David Sirota, Meltdown, definitely worth your time. And then also too, on a personal note, uh, we are making very good progress as the band everything on our first EP in a very, very long time. It's going to have a few covers, uh, a redo of an older song. It's going to be nice and mellow, should be out in, you know, two or three weeks. Feeling good, a lot of fun, more to be had there. The guys are very talented, so it's great to come back together as mature humans and uh, ready to kind of create on a different level. So there's that. And then today's topic uh, is be like water and get out of your own way. So the quote, be like water, that comes from Mr. Bruce Lee, if you remember when he said, be like water. And I've always loved that quote, you know, it's like for him as a martial artist, just staying in the flow, staying fluid. And then the second part of the topic is uh, get out of your own way, which of course is uh, something that I've been trying to work on my whole life, because I can tell you for true, I've been in my own way quite a bit in this lifetime. And it seems to be a human trait. Uh, you can see it all around us. Um, and so I kind of want to lead uh, with a little bit of an anecdote where I kind of learned about what this is. It's, so it's a little bit abstracted and it starts musically. And back when I was uh, all the time music, I got to do a co-write with a guy named Tommy Sims, who uh, at the time was based in Nashville. Tommy Sims is a very big uh, songwriter. Uh, he's had some Grammy award-winning songs, uh, super talented. He was Bruce Springsteen's band director when Bruce went without uh, the E Street Band. So Tommy was involved in the song Streets of Philadelphia, which is a, a really amazing song. I've actually covered it a bunch in my acoustic gigs over the years. And uh, I got a chance to sit down with Tommy and write a song with him. And he's a bass player, but like most really talented musicians, he was a multi-instrumentalist. And so, you know, we hung out for a day at his house and I brought my guitar over and, you know, we were playing a song and I'd come in with an idea and we were working on the chords and, you know, he's just playing and I'm, I'm like looking at his hands and it's like not making sense. And like, it looks like he's hardly doing anything, but it sounds really cool. And I'm like, what, 
what chord is that? And he's like, oh, it's just a, you know, it's just a D chord. And I'm like, oh, it doesn't look like a D chord. And he's like, yeah, you know, it's, it's this. Cause he's like, I, I tune my guitar down a whole step. And if you just do this, it's like more open and you do this with your fingers. And it's just like, no, no, And I just, in that moment, I realized like this guy is a real master. And first of all, thank you for the the tune down a whole step because I took that on. I love tuning my guitars down because I love the resonance, but also learning from a great musician that less is more, that you can create the chords that you want without getting super crazy with big elaborate moves. And really it's all about the efficiency of movement and the voicing so that things are intentional and they're stepwise and they have a, a resonance to them. And I always remember that moment as being like, oh, okay, there you go. Like the great musicians aren't like killing themselves to get the effects that they want. And when they do decide they want to go for it, well, then it's just like a, a conscious choice rather than, you know, getting in your own way to like do these beautiful, simple things. Um, and that brings me into the be like water part. I have been in the master swim program for about three months because I love swimming. Uh, we live here at the Outer Banks. We're surrounded by water. My daughter loves the water. And so I've wanted to be better in the water. And I have had this feeling that uh, I am not a great swimmer because I was missing something. Like I feel like I was dragging a dead body through the water, my dead body. And so being in master swim class, it's like, yeah, it's all about technique. And there's just been some moments where it's like, oh, all you ha the, you just have to be efficient in the water. You have to like be aerodynamic. No, not aerodynamic in the water. What would you be? Just like out of your own way, right? Just be efficient, be dynamic in the water, be very so much that there's not drag, right? You're not, your body shape is really clean. And then from there, swimming becomes a lot easier. And my distances have like really increased because I'm not exhausting myself, just like trying to like swim. And uh, I think Monday we do a 5.30 a.m. workout at the pool and I swam 2,350 meters, which was the farthest that I'd ever swum. And it was a really amazing feeling. It was hard, but it was like, okay, well, I'm making progress. And on Sunday, we did a starts and turns workshop, which is like most of your races, like a lot of like the time is lost on the starts and turns. And for me, turns are really hard because, you know, you're swimming, you got breath and you have to hold your breath and you have to do a little somersault. And there's all this technique in there. And, I'm, you know, I knew I was going to be terrible at it. And I was like terrible at it. Like doing a somersault on water is hard for me. And a lot of it is, once again, it's like getting out of your own way because from there, then the move happens a lot more naturally. And it was something I was struggling with a lot in the water because I was not having faith that the simple things that I was about to commit to were actually going to work so that I then just kind of didn't commit to them. So it's like, you know, in the water, you get this immediate feedback of when you are in your own way because you're working so much harder because the water is just relentless in terms of how it's going to affect you if you are in your own way. So it's been a really powerful, powerful lesson for me because you can get instant results. Like you're like, okay, you're either efficient in the water or you're you're sucking in the water. Um, so that's been really cool. And then like sort of taking it a step further of like how to get out of your own way and sort of some observations I've had just about my own path. Um, today, I did my first in-class yoga class since before the pandemic began. So I've been doing them online. I've been doing solo practices. And uh, my yoga teacher, uh, the great Ann Howard, who spent many years here on the Outer Banks as uh, 
the most favored and loved yoga teacher here on the Outer Banks. Uh, she has moved back to the Alps, but is back in town for a few months doing um, some yoga training. And uh, she taught this morning. So I went and it was amazing to be around people. And it was amazing to do yoga the day after swimming 2,300 meters because I knew that I would like feel it in my muscles. And, you know, the thing about yoga, it's kind of like land swimming, right? You're, you're moving your body and it's like, it's the same type of thing, but it's, it's you. It's, and I've heard it described as martial arts against yourself. And martial arts is also something where it's like, you definitely have to get out of your own way. Um, and so being on the mat today and like breathing and being in the asanas, the physical part of the practice and being around other people so that you can't like, you know, you got to like stay with it. You can't like not pay attention like you can with an online class and, you know, the chatter that goes on in the mind. And that's another thing about getting out of your own way. And it's like specifically for me, it's like, you know, the first part of that practice, like my mind is kind of churning through stories and thoughts. And then eventually as the practice gets more challenging, because there's a point where it's like you're kind of warming up and then you get challenged and it's like your brain has to focus a lot more to like keep those to keep that breath nice and even and in control to keep those moves awesome to keep it like grounded and it's like then as as it gets more tough then there's this like tension in the mind it's like oh i don't have the bandwidth to tell myself stories and then over time it's like that chatter quiets down and that's kind of the beauty of the yoga practice because it's like you're land swimming with yourself and the feedback is different than actually being in the water but you're on the mat and it's like breathing and it's like tension and it's like, oh, get out of your own way, get out of your own way. And it's like you have to work a little harder in order to actually not work harder. Um, and it's a super interesting uh, internal friction that happens. And then it's amazing that the release that happens after that, once you're done with the yoga class. So it was a really cool one to combo to do swimming so much yesterday and then get in class today and do some yoga and like figure out like, okay, well, we all get in our own way and I'm certainly guilty of that. And even being in the studio, we're like working with the guys. It's like, okay, you know, sometimes it's not about doing more. It's about doing less or having the bravery to allow your idea to stand on its own. Uh, and that's also a hard one too, right? Cause it's like, Getting out of your own way, letting that idea happen, and then not getting in the way of the idea down the road and over tweak it or like change it or doubt it or whatever. And, and I actually learned that from um, Otley Orverson, who was actually a, a Hollywood composer who worked with Hans Zimmer for a while and now is like his own like superstar composer. And he actually said that to me one time about like, you know, the bravery to let your idea stand. And that was also something that was uh, pretty cool to hear. So, um, you know, that's a little bit of what's on my mind on this. I guess today would be Tuesday. I'm not sure when you are going to be listening to it, but I hope you're well. I hope you get out of your own way. Um, hope you're swimming. Hope you're doing yoga. Hope you're uh, having a good life. And uh, I will uh, talk to you later this week. Whoa!